Blog Talk Radio. We live! We're live! Live from Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's page one. It's page one. With LaVar and Mary. With LaVar and Mary. Radio Nation, it's been a little bit, and I know I can speak for Mary, who is off tonight, but we missed you, uh, but we are back. We've all been on the road doing different stuff, and um, Mary's got one more thing to do, and uh, it's our hope that she'll be back next week, but welcome to page one with LeVar and Mary. LeVar here with you tonight. Um, usually, as you know, if Mary's not here, uh, it's uh no, it's an extended show, but it's kind of an abbreviated show. Uh, we have a lot that we need to talk about with you over the next couple of weeks. Just to let you know, we're here every Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 o'clock Central. Um, but, yeah, it's been so much going on, and I know that uh, when Mary returns, she'll tell you about her travels. I know that I was... Uh, good enough to get out of town for a little bit and actually headed north to Michigan. And I got to tell you, uh, for my friends in Michigan, um, it was pretty nice. Uh, I know there's like some lower southern portions that are wine country, uh, home to um, a lot of Cracker Barrel restaurants. But I have got to say that I did uh, one thing that I hadn't gotten a chance to do. And that was to actually go to the Motown Museum. And if you are ever in Detroit and you have a chance to get by there, go. If you're a music fan, if you're a Motown fan, go. Because it's almost like kind of a religious experience to me, I think. When you go there, uh, you take the tour, you get a chance to see the history and all of the things that are – you know, a part of that era. And the tail end of the whole thing is to go down into that historic basement studio where so many hits were made. And you can see it. It's it's almost like it's, it's like, like I said, it's like a religious experience. You can see, you know, the Funk Brothers in there playing. And you can see you know, Smokey and Stevie and uh, maybe the Jackson 5 or maybe Martha Rees and the Vandellas or maybe the Supremes. And you could see all of those people there um, and what it must have been like in that room. And like I said, just to be there, if you haven't been and if you're in the Detroit area, go to the Motown Museum. Uh, I know it's hokey to go to like stuff that uh, people, everybody goes to. But if you go there and you take the tour, it's not even that much. I think it was like uh, $12, $15 for the tour. And it lasts about an hour or so. But it's the best hour that you'll ever spend. So uh, props to my friends in Detroit. Uh, enjoyed my time there. I was a little mad. Didn't get a chance to do a Tim Hortons, which I think um, <laughs> next time I will put that on. And also, 
the Henry Ford Museum, always a great place to go. You could spend hours there alone, probably even half a day. Uh, that's just how many things there are to see. And every time I go, it's always something new. Uh, and they have a new exhibit there. I know they have a Disney exhibit, and they've got some other things going on. But they have like a 40s through 80s, 90s exhibit. Um, it will take you back to your childhood. Uh, so go there. And then one of the other things is to go and see the actual bus uh, that Rosa Parks was arrested on. Uh, like I said, it's 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 a magically uh, kind of almost like it's an experience that kind of it's, it takes you out of it's out of body experience, but um, a lot of fun. Big ups to all of you and uh, Detroit, um, but home sweet home, and we're starting into fall. Uh, we'll have the almanac coming up here in a few moments. But as always, uh, usually when Mary is not here, we'll kind of take a top look at some of the stories um, that are place uh, pretty much at this moment. And among one of the developments going on is that Russian President Vladimir Putin said on Friday that he expects his mobilization of army reserves for combat in the Ukraine to be completed in about two weeks, allowing him to end any an unpopular and chaotic call-up that was meant to counter the Ukrainian battlefield gains and solidify his illegal annexation of occupied territory. Uh, Putin, who is facing domestic discontent and military setbacks in a neighboring country armed with increasingly advanced Western weapons, also told reporters he does not regret starting the conflict and, quote, did not set out to destroy Ukraine when he ordered Russian troops to invade nearly eight months ago. Um, it is certainly a development that is still going on and one in which it looks like it is going to continue to happen. Uh, but that is the latest out of that area or the region of the land. Meanwhile, back here in the States, police in Raleigh are still doing their investigations after a 15 year old boy killed five people and injured two more in a shooting rampage in Raleigh, horrifying a community. that's now mourning victims whose lives were cut short as they were going about their daily routines. Raleigh Police Chief Stella Patterson said that the teen was captured hours after the victims were gunned down on Thursday evening. He was hospitalized and in critical condition following his arrest, but authorities have not said how he was injured and that police haven't determined a motive for the attack. The victims were different races and ranged in age from 16 to their late 50s. Family members and friends and some of the victims were gunned down while doing normal everyday activities. An off-duty police officer was killed while on his way to work. One of the women who died was on her porch talking to her neighbor. Another woman who died was out walking her dog, and another was out exercising. Governor Roy Cooper called the shooting, quote, an infuriating and tragic act of gun violence, and he added that no neighborhood, no parent, no child, no grandparent, no one should feel this fear in their communities. No one. Also going on, the Justice Department today is asked the Federal Appeals Court to shut down the work of an independent arbiter who was appointed last month to review documents seized during the FBI search of former President Donald Trump's Florida estate. The appeal was the latest salvo in weeks of litigation over the scope of duties of the arbiter, who, known as a special master, who was assigned to inspect the records taken in the August state search of Mar-a-Lago and weed out any that may be protected by claims of legal privilege. The special master process has caused some delays to the Justice Department's investigation into the holding of top-secret documents at the home, but a major hurdle was cleared last month when the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit lifted a temporary bar on the department's ability to use the seized classified documents as part of its criminal probe. 
This evening at a debate, Georgia's Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker on Friday denied his previous support for an outright national ban on abortion, though he has insisted at various points throughout the campaign that it was a proposal he endorsed. Walker, a staunch anti-abortion politician recently accused by a former girlfriend of encouraging and paying for her 2009 abortion, was asked during a debate with Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock about his support for a, quote, complete ban on a national level. He said the moderator had misstated his position. Walker's claim contradicted statements he had made repeatedly on the campaign trail, including in July when he said, quote, that's a problem, that there is no national ban. Walker on Friday uh, that his position is the same as Georgia state law, the so-called heartbeat bill that bans abortion at six weeks before many women know that they're pregnant. The law went into effect this year after the Supreme Court overturned the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision that legalized abortions nationwide. The January 6th committee, uh, an extraordinary step, as you saw yesterday, voted unanimously to uh, subpoena former President Donald Trump, uh, which is a final effort uh, for the to get the full story of the Capitol insurrection as the panel wraps up its work by the end of this year. The president, uh, former president, has yet to uh, come out with any public statement as to whether he will appear if subpoenaed. Some good news for those of you who are seeing Social Security benefits. Millions of Social Security recipients will get an 8.7% boost in their benefits in 2023, a historic increase, but a gain that will be eaten up in part by the rising cost of everyday living. The cost of living adjustment, the largest in more than 40 years, means that the average recipient will receive more than $140 extra a month beginning in January, according to the Social Security Administration. While Social Security recipients welcomed the benefit increase, many said that it wasn't enough to cover the impact of inflation. Home maintenance costs and high grocery prices are cutting steeply into most budgets. A separate government Thursday showed inflation nearly accelerating. The consumer price index rose 0.4% for September after just 0.1% in August and is up 8.2% for the past 12 months. Jobless claims for unemployment benefits rose for a week. In the U.K., climate protesters threw soup over Vincent van Gogh's sunflowers in London's National Gallery on Friday to protest fossil fuel extraction, but they caused no damage to the glass-covered painting. The group Just Stop Oil, which wants the British government to halt new oil and gas projects, said that activists dumped two cans of tomato soup over the oil painting, one of the Dutch artist's most iconic works. The two protesters also glued themselves to the gallery wall. The soup splashed across the glass covering in the painting in its gilded frame. The gallery said that there is some minor damage to the frame, but the painting is unharmed. It was cleaned and returned to its place in the gallery on Friday afternoon. The work is one of several versions of sunflowers that Van Gogh painted in the late 1880s. London's Metropolitan Police said officers arrested two people on suspicion of criminal damage and aggravated trespass. Specialist officers have now unglued them and they have been taken into custody to a central London police station, according to the statement. The group of protesters from the same group uh, later gathered at police headquarters and sprayed yellow paint over the rotating New Scotland Yard sign in front of it. Several also glued themselves to the road, blocking traffic. Police said that 24 people were arrested. In sports, uh, there is some baseball still going on, and Reese Hoskins uh, 
raised his arms in triumph and then spiked his bat in celebration, which was a raw emotional moment destined for Philadelphia's rich sports history. He then trotted around the bases in front of a rabid crowd of over 45,000 fans, already in a tizzy over the Phillies' first home playoff game in 11 years. The Phillies beat the Atlanta Braves on Friday 9-1 to in their game three of their NL Divisional Series as they take a 2-1 to lead. Bryce Harper added an RBI double. And the Phillies can advance the NL Championship Series with a game four win at home on Saturday. The Cleveland Guardians rallied past the Yankees in playoff action as Jose Ramirez hustled uh, on a third base reach in the 10th inning with a pop-up that dropped in left field 200 feet from home plate. Oscar Gonzalez drove him in with a tie-breaking run on an even shorter opposite field flare to right, then scored on Josh Nader's, Naylor's double, the only hard-hit ball of the inning. Uh, Guardians manager Terry Francona said that it wasn't an e- not an easy way to win, but it doesn't mean that you can't. Uh, Cleveland overcame a two-run deficit to beat the Yankees 4-2 on Friday, and the victory earned the best of five division series at one game apiece. The winner, Emmanuel Clase, pitched two and a third innings, as most in the major leagues, and combined with Trevor Stefan and James Kernchak for four and a third innings of one-hit relief. Cleveland, 29th among the 30 big league teams in home runs, stopped the six-game postseason losing streak to the Yankees. Some sad news uh, in the baseball world overshadowed today as Bruce Souter, the Hall of Fame relief pitcher uh, who paid for his own sur- elbow surgery as a low minor leaguer and later pioneered the shop dropping pitch that came to dominate big league hitters for decades, died Thursday. He was 69. He was recently diagnosed with cancer and in hospice surrounded by his family. Uh, one of his three friends, uh, sons, I'm sorry, Chad, told the Associated Press, that the, uh, he died in Cartersville, Georgia. A six-time All-Star, he led the National League in saves for five years and won the 1979 Cy Young Award. He posted 300 saves in a 12-year career with Chicago Cubs, St. Louis Cardinals, and Atlanta Braves. That is the latest of some of the things that are going on around the world and around the country tonight. We'll take a look later on at what is going on on Twitter. First, because we haven't done it in so long, to the Almanac. And today um, <laughs> is October 14th. By the way, I was hoping that Mary would be here uh, today, but her birthday was yesterday. She is still celebrating that. Um, and we wish her a happy birthday. Uh we're kind of halfway already through the month here in October. And as I said, today is October 15th. Um, I'm sorry, October 14th. Today is National Real Sugar Day. It is Be Bald and Be Free Day. It is also National Dessert Day. Uh, so I know for a lot of you, you celebrate that every day. We really don't need to have a National Dessert Day, but here we are. Uh, also, tomorrow is National Whole Hog Barbecue Day. It is National Addition Day. National Cheese Curd Day is coming up tomorrow. National I Love Lucy Day, because it is the day that the I Love Lucy debuted on TV. National Grouch Day. National Latino AIDS Awareness Day. National Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Day. National Schwarma Day. It's National White Cane Safety Day. And National Sweetest Day. Uh, so for those of you that do celebrate that, I do hope that you got your sweetest day gifts. Sunday brings us Nat, National Department Store Day, Global Cat Day, 
National Dictionary Day, National Liqueur Day, and National Sports Day. And then on Monday the 17th, it's Black Poetry Day, National Edge Day, National Mulligan Day, National Pasta Day, it's National Clean Your Virtual Desktop Day, and it's Bosses Day. Uh, it takes place annually on October 16th, unless it falls on the weekend. It's the closest work day, which is on October 17th. And then on Tuesday, it brings us International Legging Day, National Chocolate Cupcake Day, Gale Day, it's National No Beard Day, Pro-Life Day of Silent Solidarity is the third Tuesday in October, and National Pharmacy Technician Day is also on the 18th. On Wednesday, it's National Kentucky Day. It is National LGBT Center Awareness Day, National Seafood Bisque Day. Uh, it's Hagfish Day, Support Your Local Chamber of Commerce Day, Medical Assistance Recognition Day, and Broad Day USA, which is the third Wednesday in October. And then on Thursday, National Brandied Fruit Day. It's National Youth Conference Day, National Get Smart About Credit Day, Get to Know Your Customers Day, and National Chicken and Waffles Day. And then next Friday, just to give you a um, heads up, it's Pumpkin Cheesecake Day and Mammography Day on those days. So quite a few days to celebrate here within the next week. The month of October, because we uh, weren't with you here at the beginning, uh, we now find ourselves pretty much in the midst of the second full week um, of October. Uh, this week was National School Lunch Week. Uh, next week, which this is the third week, brings you Nuclear Science Week, National Healthcare Quality Week, National Wolf Awareness Week, National Pharmacy Week, uh, International Infection Prevention Week, National Business Women's Week, and National Friends of Libraries Week. Uh, and then also on the week of the 16th, it is... Uh, National Food Bank Week. So a lot of things coming up here that uh, you can be in the know on. So that's the month of October so far at a glance. And, of course, you can tune in to us every week, and we will bring you the almanac, Things to Know. The one story tonight I wanted to talk about uh, that we were going to talk about uh, was coming up here shortly, and uh, we'll set aside some things next week. Like I said, normally I'd like to kind of save these for uh, dual conversations when we have a chance. Um, but to share a few things with you, uh, there was actually an interesting study, uh, and if we talk about it maybe sometime next week, um, but ahead of that, uh, there was a study that came out in regards to kids at school. And it's kind of an age-old thing, and I know some people back in the day um, probably knew someone, or probably was something that kind of happened. But it was an interesting study in regards to uh, children and head lice and how there was a new study out in which um, – they felt that it was not the best thing to send kids home from school. We'll kind of uh, talk about that uh, next week, but uh, times have definitely changed. Um, but just to kind of give you a heads up on it, uh, this came from 
on the long story as I was talking to you, because you know that that's what happens during a live broadcast. But anyway, um, so the American Academy of Pediatrics revealed that sending a child home from head lice may result in unwanted stigma. And they said that while for many parents a child getting sent home is a common occurrence, the new guidance for diagnosing and treating head lice from the American Academy of Pediatrics could change that process. Uh, a new study from them shows that head lice infestations are not a health hazard or, or sign of poor hygiene, and that the stigmas associated with the diagnosis can, quote, result in psychological stress. As part of that, the guidance shares that this is no longer necessary for a child to miss school due to head lice detection. Uh, they say it's an unpleasant part of the human experience, but they can be successfully managed and are no reason for a child to miss school. And that they encourage pediatricians to serve as an educational resource for families school districts and communities so that it may be treated and managed without stigma. Uh, and they said that the uh, head lice screening programs in schools have not proven to have a significant effect in a school setting, is not cost-effective, and may further stigmatize children suspected of having head lice. They suggest instead that schools offer family education around a diagnosis, quote, to help increase understanding and management of head lice in the community. The AAP headquartered here outside of Chicago says that this is the first time it has updated its head lice treatment guidelines since 2015. We've got a couple of retro moments of the week. Uh, we will do one right now. We'll be right back after that. Like to play detective? Here's a case for you. The case of the missing calcium. Think cornflakes had calcium? Oh, I'm sorry. There's none there. Shredded wheat? Hmm. Boiled again. Of all these cereals, only one has calcium. Total. It makes perfect sense. The one that gives you 100% of nine vitamins and iron is also the only one that's a major source of calcium. So, if you're trying to track down more calcium like I am, the place to look is obvious. Total. Hey, have you noticed that more spiders may be in your home as the temperature's getting a little bit cool out? If you're noticing more spiders in your home, there might be a reason for that. According to Doug Terran, who is the Curator of Biology and Vice President of Research and Conservation at the Peggy Notabart uh, Nature Museum here outside of Chicago, spiders are likely sitting in your home most of the year, but tend to be a little bit noticeable towards the end of the summer into early fall. Uh, there are a few spiders that will wander into people's homes, and it will be a little bit more noticeable, he told NBC Chicago. He says, I just had to remove an orb weaver from my dining room a couple of days ago, and some of that is the weather cooling off. Some of it is they're attracted to lights because if they set a pinpoint uh, where there is light, they're going to attract their prey. Orb weaver spiders, which are common, especially here in Illinois, are known for building bigger webs in the fall, according to the University of Illinois. Most orb weavers appear in spring, but we may notice them more in the fall and as their webs get bigger. There's also another type of spider that could be making its presence known in the Midwest, and the reason is quite unique. It's called the giant or the great cross spider, and it's known as a ballooning spider. Now, these spiders will largely be seen in apartments and on condo balconies, particularly along the lake. The spiders started in Michigan, but since have made their uh, way across the lake and into Illinois. Uh, according to the study, it says they, as tiny, tiny spider lungs, do something called ballooning. They will stand in a very exposed area and then inject a very long stream of silk from their abdomens. And when the silk gets big enough, the wind will just sort of pick them up and start carrying them away, and they dispense that, disperse that way. And so come, uh, 
some of them will come all the way across the lake, especially Lake Michigan, and then they'll land on apartment buildings and other high-rise buildings because that's the first thing that they run into. But if you start to see more of your eight-legged friends, don't panic. According to Tehran, most of the spiders that enter homes are not dangerous or medically significant, especially in the Midwest. Uh, in the South, maybe a different story. <laughs> um, if the web is in a difficult spot, the University of Illinois encourages residents not to, quote, commit arachnicide. Uh, if an orb weaver has spun a web in an unwanted location, like your front door, gently shoo the spider away and then remove the web. After a few times, the spider will get the message and move its web. Um, that's another thing to probably be on the lookout for, especially this time of year, because uh, mice, uh, box elders, and multicolored lady beetles also like to find their way on the inside. So be on the lookout as well. You can't say that we didn't help you much in terms of giving you a warning, <laughs> but that is what happens. There are interesting things that are always about, and one of the other stories um, that was out there is lately about um, food as we head towards fall. Um, But one of the things that I think that you and I both remember is the popularity of what actually holds your food. And after decades of door-to-door sales, the folks at Tupperware are now available at Target. Following, as I said, decades of only being available via door-to-door sales and later directly on the Tupperware website, the well-known containers will now be sold at Target. Tupperware was sold for the first time in 1946 and was traditionally only available through sales at the door or Tupperware parties, where the products were sold during demonstrations hosted by a customer, allowing the seller to earn commissions. According to a statement from their CEO, he says that the band is expanding to sell their products at Target, both in-store and online, with a curated section of offerings. The products available at Target range in price from $7.99 to $79.99, with 17 different Tupperware products currently available online. That's probably just in time for Thanksgiving, <laughs> for the holiday season. One funny thing to remember as well is if you send a selfie to a wrong number, sometimes the text exchange could be humbling. We'll have a little bit more on that in just a moment. First, a retro moment, another retro moment, and then we'll take a look at what is trending on Twitter here on page one. like to draw or paint or maybe just sketch or doodle? Well, if you do, chances are you have the interest needed to become a serious art student. And here's how you can find out. By simply calling toll-free, art instruction schools will send you without cost or obligation this enjoyable art test. You take it at home in your spare time. And when you're finished, you simply mail it in. Your test is then reviewed and graded by experts. And that's all there is to it. So call or write today for your art test. Don't let the wonderful world of art pass you by. To get your free art test, call this toll-free number or write to Art Test and give your name, address, and age. Don't delay. Call this number now. Call 1-800-USA-1000. 
taking a look at some of the trends tonight on Twitter. Trending number one is SmackDown, of course, after the appearance or the reappearance of a returning Bray Wyatt. It's kind of weird. I actually saw that moments before we went on the air, and it kind of ended oddly. But um, I guess in WWE's own way, uh, they will continue to build that up week by week. Also trending tonight, the Georgia debate. Uh, as I stated earlier, Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican challenger Herschel Walker debate for the first time in Savannah. Uh, OP Live is also trending as Reels airs a new episode on Patrol Live. AEW Rampage trending tonight. Uh, Blake Snell is trending tonight after he struck out the side after allowing a leadoff single to Mookie Betts. You got Trey Turner swinging and Freddie Freeman looking and Will Smith going around on a check swing. Blue Bloods, uh, which is on CBS, is also trending tonight. And then also uh, the Phillies in their win over the Atlanta Braves. Halloween Ends is trending as it is now streaming on Peacock. You can check that out. And then uh, some sad news from the entertainment world. A person that is trending uh, is Robbie Coltrane, the actor who played Hagrid in the Harry Potter movies. He's passed away at the age of 72. Uh, And then uh, one other uh, quick note of things that are trending this evening. Uh, Petco Park, as the Padres fans uh, see their first playoff game tonight at Petco Park since 2006. So that is a look at some of the things that are trending tonight. A lot of it within the things that are already trending, but that is what's going on. You know, we talk about humbling experiences, and I think I love Jennifer Garner. If you are a follower of hers on her social media Uh, She's always posting great things. But a funny story happened to her on the way to finding the right number. Uh, The only thing worse than the dreaded new phone who this is getting a wrong number text right after sending a personal photo. It's a lesson that she just learned the hard way. On October 1st, she shared a hilarious text exchange that she had with a stranger to her Instagram grid. Things started out pretty normal. The number the actor had in her phone was saved as Carl as in her former, former alias co-star, Carl Lumby. This is Jen G. Here comes proof, she texted. Unfortunately for Garner, she shot over the selfie before seeing not Carl's response. Wrong number. Also, we love that she described herself as Jen G. I love that. So whoever she was texting probably had absolutely no idea they were talking to a Hollywood A-lister. When she realized her mistake, she responded in a way you can imagine she might. Ha, 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 she replied with good humor. Well, this is me. Garner described the exchange as, quote, humbling in her caption. You know the one time you take a selfie to prove to someone you're you and you get a wrong number message just as it's gone out into the world, she asked? Well, it's humbling, isn't it? Hashtag, if you are working with Carl Lumby. Hashtag, please tell him I'm looking for him. Hashtag, Bristow and Dixon. <laughs> Obviously, she doesn't have to share the moment with her millions of Instagram followers, but we're glad she did. And fans were quick to tell her how the actor, tell the actor how much they would have appreciated getting a surprise text from her. But um, one can only imagine if you got a surprise text, especially uh, from any type of star. But that is a look at what is going on tonight. As I stated, glad that we're back. We wanted to at least come back, uh, whether it is in short form uh, to be with you tonight 
we are now here every Friday night. I don't really see another reason that we will not be here on Friday nights for the rest of the year as we've got a few weeks left. And, of course, somewhere along the line, we will have probably a combination of our um, Festivus show somewhere coming up soon and then uh, Thanksgiving. Um, the night after Thanksgiving, we'll be with you. And uh, this year, Christmas Eve and all of those wonderful vacays, because I think the schedule is it permits the rest of this year. Uh, I know Thanksgiving, well, Halloween's coming up first. We can't overlook that. Uh, that's coming up at the end of the month. Uh, but we'll be uh, a couple weeks from tonight. We'll probably have a top five or our own personal favorite Halloween candies if I can get Mary to do a top five. And then, of course, we've got a um, post day after Thanksgiving version of page one on Friday night, the 25th. And then in December uh, 23rd, it will be with you and then the 30th. So, and then it leads into the new year, which will be 2023. And it feels like we just kind of started the year and we're here. We are already with just a few weeks to go. So unreal, but as always, you know, we thank you for listening to us. Uh, it is always good for us to be here every Friday night. It's uh, um, kind of a thing for us to relax and be with you, and we hope that you enjoy what we do on this podcast. So if you're listening to us, follow me over on Twitter at NewsCommentBTR, uh, also on Instagram, on the web, uh, everywhere we're at. But uh, I do appreci- appreciate all of you listening in and Love you all for listening, and uh, to my friend Mary out there, I wish her the best and a awesome birthday. Um, she will tell us a lot about where she was at, I'm sure, when she returns next week. So until then, the old clock on the wall is telling us that we're just about out of time. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. So for Mary, I'm LeVar. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next Friday night, 10 o'clock in the East, 9 o'clock Central for page one. Have a safe week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Page One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other platforms where we can be found. 